And we're here. 2022. Man. Feels weird saying that, but hey, we're here. So this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Always had thoughts about it, ideas, and just been holding off. And I figured, you know what? Now's a good time. So this is my podcast in my mind. And it's basically everything that I want to talk about. Whatever I want to talk about because it's mine. So from the stupidest the stupidest things that are going on in the world to sports to video games to anime to wrestling stories that I've had with friends you know the, the shit that we got into growing up just whatever I wanted to talk about it's just an open space no judgment and the first thing I wanted to bring up is Pretty much mental health. Um, I am a person that I I don't really talk about my mental health just because it's not how I was raised, but I'm more of an observer. Um, I'm always looking at people, seeing how they act, keep my feelings, you know, to myself. I don't really like to let that out. And since the pandemic, I've noticed that it's not as easy as I thought, you know, trying to just, you know, hold strong, hold out, not say things to anyone. It's nice to get things out. So I think that's another reason why I wanted to do this podcast finally under the new year, because it's a way for me to uh, catalog what's going on in the world in my in my eyes but i get to also express my feelings and lately i've seen i can't say lately but it's been a trend um it's actually started before the pandemic but a lot of people have been using the excuse of mental health um as a get out of jail free card and I'm of the person that calls bullshit on that. You know, anyone that uses that excuse instead of manning up or womaning up, you know, you're a coward. Hey, and, and, and listen, if you feel this is towards you, then it's towards you. I'm just calling it like I see it. I think there's people out there that really need help. They need a support. They need guidance. And they don't get that look or the attention that they need because you got people on social media expressing their their frustrations about, oh, I didn't get my coffee today or someone didn't text me uh, after we went on a date yesterday and um, I want to... Listen, I was going to go down a dark hole, but let's not do all that. This is episode one, so let me just relax. But just wanted, just wanted to start something. Uh, episode one is going to be pretty rough, but we're going to find our groove. We are going to find our groove. Unfortunately, the year hasn't been 
good to us so far. Uh, so far, we have lost um, some very notable icons uh, in the entertainment world. Uh, we have lost Betty White. We've lost Sidney Poitier. And we lost Bob Saget. We are 10 days into the first year, into the first month of the year, and that's it. Like, wow. Oh, barely a week out of it. And we get, the world gets hit with this. So, yeah, it's not fun. Um, another thing, this, this new... Delta variant that's going going around uh, supposed to be another version of the coronavirus. This at, at this point, when do we as the people feel like we're getting fucked by the government? You know, we we turn to them for for answers. You know. Got the country or hell, the world's smartest people under our government telling us what we need to do, how to prepare, and what precautions to take. I'm in no way, shape, or form saying I am an anti-vaxxer. In fact, I got my shots last year, so I'm good. What I wasn't a fan of were these mandates. And seeing that the mandate went into effect, and now we're still getting told about these other variants, uh, people are getting sick. Hell, I, I, I got sick maybe two weeks ago thinking I caught something, and now I'm sneezing up a storm the past couple of days. But I know that's just allergies. Like your body can, your body tells you when it's something more than just allergies, you know. So, and I thought to myself, if you can't trust the government, which, listen, I know a lot of people don't really trust the government at all. But for something like this, when you have no one to turn to, who can you trust? And that's yourself. You know, like I said, I've I've gotten my my vaccine shots, so I'm okay. Uh, do I want to take the booster? It's it's a topic for for a different day. I, I can't say yes, I can't say no. But at this point, being forced to do something that I wasn't prepared to do now. I feel like I need to just sit down, wait, wait for things to die down, obviously stay protected, wash my hands. If I feel any type of sickness, keep my ass at home, you know, don't, don't need to be a social butterfly, which listen, pandemic doesn't make anyone a social butterfly anymore, but you know, stay at home and just let's just wait for this thing to to die down 
Uh, will, will we ever get back to the norm? Who knows? But I, I just wanted to just throw that out there. It's just it, it's been eating me up how a lot of people that are essential workers, nurses, uh, nurse practitioners, doctors, anyone that's in the health field, for those that didn't get the vaccine in time because their job required them as a mandate, and now they're understaffed because they fired those same people, hey, I'm sorry for you guys. I really am. And you know what? For a lot of you guys, you did the right thing. You held out. Was it worth losing your job? To each its own. But I'm sick and tired of people forcing us to do something that they don't even have the clear answers to. Like now, every day just feels like a different ball game. Different rules are being set. No one knows who to believe. The blind is leading the blind. I did want to talk about something that's really, really funny, but stupid. Um, recently, I came across something where apparently two LAPD cops decided not to respond to a robbery. The reason why? <laughs> they decided to drive off and go hunt a Snorlax in Pokemon Go. I'm going to say that again. Two LAPD cops decided, you know what? I don't, we don't want to go to a robbery scene. Let's go, let's go to the park and go Snorlax hunting. Like, what the fuck? So... The story just came recently. Apparently, uh, both the cops, they're appealing this decision. I, I guess um, when the news broke out, they got um, suspended. Currently, right now, the story that I found says they're suspended. They could have gotten fired. But it says that they're appealing. And the reason why they were appealing is because they were in the squad car. Mind you, in the squad car. The squad car has a recorder. So you got the body cam and you got the, the recorder inside the squad car. So it's showing them, you know, Pokemon hunting. And apparently they thought that was an invasion of privacy. <laughs> and they lost that appeal off of that bullshit. So, like I said, I, I I don't know if they got fired or if they're still suspended, but at this point, it, it it's crazy what, what you see out there. Like, it's easier to fire police officers 
for chasing a Snorlax than it is for murdering an unarmed black man. That's the world we live in right now. Like that that's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, I want to say about two days ago, there was a trailer for the new Fresh Prince of Bel-Air uh, reboot, and it's completely different. Like, it's more serious, it's it's a dark, a dark, gritty, showing, I, I would just say, look it up on the internet. I personally liked it, but for what I'm gathering from the internet, people aren't feeling it because they're saying it's just the OC. Uh, if, if you've seen the OC from back in the days, that was a good show. This is pretty much that. I like it. I want to see what happens. Um, it, it's got It's got potential. I think the characters that they got to play uh, the Banks, that's going to be interesting. Because it's like, none of them really look like their counterparts. Uh, Jeffrey looks like he could just, you know, give someone give someone the business if they cross him. Like, he, he doesn't look like an old dude. Like, the only person that looks like a good counterpart is the guy that plays Will. Like, he just looks like a younger version of him. But everybody else looks completely left-field. But, hey, I'm ready for this. I want to see it. I can't wait. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out. But so far, all we have is the trailer. So, it looks good. Looks, looks good. So, right now, wrestling-wise, everything is looking pretty decent. Um, past couple of days have been really good. AEW has been showing out. New Japan with Wrestle Kingdom has been showing out. Uh, also as well, backtracking, AEW had their uh, Battle of the Belts. Eh, it was okay. It wasn't bad, but it was it was okay. Impact having their Hard to Kill uh, pay-per-view. That was pretty good. WWE. Listen, good luck to them. I don't watch their product anymore. I, I love some of the people. Like, I love Sasha. I love New Day. You know, Usos, Roman. Got love for Seth. You know, there are truth. Like, the list goes on and on. But the booking, the story, and just the overall product and who it's run by. And you got Nick Khan over there. You know. Y'all, y'all, y'all have a good day. You know, <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's not my, that's not my place there. And then on top of that, you see how they do the original NXT. And now they have this NXT 2.0. Like pretty much all, everyone that was under Triple H's umbrella in NXT is out. Like, honestly, the only person that's still there is Shawn Michaels. Everyone else is done. So, again, it's it's been it's been crazy to see so much that has changed and not in a good way. So, 
big ups to them. The only surprising thing that came out of WWE recently was the surprise entrance for the upcoming Royal Rumble for the women's. And let me see if I remember Kelly Kelly, Bella Twins, uh, Michelle McCool, Lita, you know, those are those are okay, you know. Mickey James, who's signed to Impact, is the current Knockouts champion. Is going to be in the Royal Rumble. So the fact that WWE is bringing back someone who's under contract. And Mickey could show up with the Knockouts title on a WWE show. It's crazy, but I'm not getting excited, and here's the reason why. They're trying to save face. Mickey was a professional when she got let go. You know, she she didn't like how her stuff was placed in a bag and shipped to her in a trash bag, mind you. Shipped to her, so she put it out there on social media for everyone to see. And then she just said how she wasn't utilized. She wasn't given a chance to really fit, have a good run. So what I think is going to happen is, let's say, let, let's give it a couple months. Everyone knows the replay is going to be on Peacock. You're telling me Peacock is not going to be editing that? Like, come on. WWE is trying to get some good word out there about themselves when everyone else is thriving. But honestly, the ones who's really winning is Impact. Impact is knocking on everyone's door and everybody's opening. Ring of Honor, WWE, AEW. But what can really make a difference with WWE is if you start seeing that forbidden door stay open for WWE. Look how Impact got treated with AEW. We were all excited for it. But the relationship was one-sided. Impact didn't do anything for AEW. What, the Good Brothers? <laughs> like, that's it. No Moose. No Dion Prazo. Uh, I'll say Chelsea. She wasn't really signed at the time, but I'll throw her in there. Uh, Matt Cardona had, was there before he officially signed. So, all right, I'll, I'll exclude those two out. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I don't really watch Impact like that. So, let me see. Josh Alexander, Moose, uh, Chris Sabin. I mean, just throwing out names, like, right there. Uh, Rosemary Havoc, when she was there with Impact at the time. Um, Tasha Steeles. So, it's like... Kenny was always over there at Impact, took their belt as a champion, 
Good Brothers came over, but that was it. That was that was a bad bad move. And it's embarrassing when you really think about it like that. We could have saw so much go back and forth between those two. But AEW was just being selfish, looking out for themselves. They were the the hot the hottest thing out at that time. And Impact was just like, okay, we'll take whatever we can get. And guess what? They got nothing. But now the tables are turning just a bit. Because Impact has a relationship with everyone now. And everyone, including WWE. And AEW, shit is not sweet over there like we thought. There's a lot of rumblings. There's a lot of cracks in the armor showing. And when people start to realize and understand what AEW did to Impact... You can't tell me AEW wouldn't want to try to start something again with them or New Japan. Speaking of which, New Japan, great, great Wrestle Kingdom event. Before the pandemic, it was nice to have it as a one-day event. Like WrestleMania was one day, SummerSlam was one day, um... Yeah, those types of things. Now, because of the pandemic, they're splitting it out, you know, for day one, day two, day three, day four, stuff like that. Wrestle Kingdom was good. To me, Wrestle Kingdom is better wrestling-wise than WWE. WWE is just more about show, like entertainment, fireworks, a show. New Japan is more story. You're getting more bang for your buck. You're seeing good wrestling matches. Even with people, you have no clue who they are. You have no idea what they're saying. You can follow their story based off their wrestling moves. And it is so, so good. So, so good. Mind you, a lot of high-rated matches throughout the years usually come from New Japan compared to WWE. So, for anyone that's not familiar with Wrestle Kingdom, it's pretty much just like Japan's version of WrestleMania. Uh, But in my opinion, it's better. Uh, Because of the pandemic, one thing that takes away from the, the event is the audience. Uh, over there in Japan, they can't really get loud and make noise like we do over here on the West, in the States. So it's very rare for them to clap. If they do clap, it's not thunderous. It's, you know, polite clapping. Um, they don't talk. Uh, I don't think they're allowed to talk. It, it's a lot of weird rules that us Americans in the States, we don't understand. Because we could just do whatever. So, but like I said, story-wise, the championships matter. It's not like props. Like, the titles do have a high value when the titles are on the line. And besides that, uh, I know that there's a lot of people in AEW 
vice versa with New Japan that want to work with each other. But because of the pandemic, I can see it kind of slowing things down. But I see that happening pretty soon. If Impact's going to go the route of WWE, I'd like to see New Japan and AEW really solidify that. Especially if they start doing that when Kenny comes back from his his break. You know, after he recovers, Young Bucks come back after, you know, they recover from COVID. We get that going. Uh, I like to see Cody turn heel eventually. See how that goes. And yeah. So like I said, this was just episode one. It was totally random. I just needed to just throw this out there. Get some stuff off my chest. But also give a feel of how I want to go for episode two and moving forward. I think I have a better idea. But hey, if you found my podcast, (laughs) thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. With that said, I will see you guys next week. Protect yourself, protect your loved ones, protect your mental health. Peace.